everybody, and welcome to Did You Bring Earplugs, a musical misadventure with four mopey miscreants. <laughs> My name is Julian. My name is Mike. My name is Sasha. My name is Jillian. And today, also this week, we have a very special guest with us. You may know her from uh, performing at the Logan Bar and Grill, um, working at a place that does AV stuff, also maybe a church if you go to that one church. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we'd like to proudly introduce Jilbo Baggins. Fresh from the Shire. <laughs> My name's just Jill most of the time, though. Jill most of the time. <laughs> Lovely to have you on the show. Um, folks, some things repeat in our lives. Some things occur only once, but we don't care about those things. Those things make no impact on us whatsoever. We only care about the things that happen over and over again, so they force us to remember them. So that's why this week we're talking about the live musical acts that we've seen the most often, Mm -hmm. that we just couldn't stay away from, that we we look at them and we say, I don't know how to quit you. Mm -hmm. Uh, So yeah, who wants to go first? Jilbo Baggins, since you are our very V special guest, we will force you to go first. Sweet. Force you to go first. Um, so I actually, in the last year, have seen a specific act three times, um, and that act is Julian Baker. And I'd never do it, but it's not a joke. I can't tell the difference when I'm all alone. Is it real or a dream? Worse, can you help me? I just wanted to go to sleep. You're not when I turn out the and I got to see her first at Pitchfork, um, which was super cool because I actually won tickets from Emporium, so shout out. Uh, that is the Pitchfork Music Festival of which year? 2018? 2018, yeah, nice. so last year. Um, and she was playing like a, a daytime slot, it's like 5.15 or something. And okay, so not like a headlining spot, but no, not like a people solid. are like walking into the festival half paying right. attention to your music. Like, yeah, because like Lucy Dacus played at like 2.30 and she played at 5.15. So is it Dacus? Dacus? I have no, no one knows. I it was can't Dacus. confirm. I personally like to say Dacus. Ooh. Dacus. Mm-hmm. Dacus word. I like that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She was actually, uh, Julian was actually remarking, like, thank you guys so much for coming, like, because there was another, like, really loud band at the same time. She's like, you guys could be over there having fun. So then everyone just <laughs> made a lot of noise for her, and she was like, aw, thanks Aww. so much. Because she's like, I don't know, she's like my age. Three foot five. Yeah, really short. Um, and then I saw her again at the House of Andrews, a free show in Chicago um, in June of this year, 2019, so like a, like a year later. Mm-hmm. And... She was actually quite off she that day. A, had a yeah. real weird mood going on. Oh. She, I think she just got back from her Asia tour, which she had partially canceled. Yeah. Like, oh, on, like, right. yeah. kind of unknown circumstances. For poisonal reasons. Right. Yeah, we have a theory. We have hunches. We have theories. Do, oh, do tell. Go ahead. We think just, her and her lover have split. To, to, to paint a, a, a picture, a word picture for the <laughs> listeners... Jill and Jillian are sitting shoulder to shoulder <laughs> with the sides of each other's heads rested on, on the other. <laughs> so, sort of mistaken as twins. Yeah. Jill wasn't three foot five. Sort of a, a human And if pyramid. I wasn't a glamazon. <laughs> yeah. 
So what's our theory? So continue. Our theory is that her and her lover have split. Have have cleft yeah. in yeah. twain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because yeah. she, she's like notoriously a straight edge now, Julian Baker, because she struggled with addiction, and mm-hmm. she seemed super high, honestly. Very, yeah, she, oh. well, she's like, yeah, very open about being sober and has been interviewed about it quite a few times. Mm-hmm. And yeah, she seems like, I didn't want to say it out loud, but I looked at Jill and I was like, is she on something? Like, it was nuts. Hmm. So it was yeah. it was interesting because I saw her and then I actually saw her a week later um, at Summerfest in Milwaukee and she opened for Lord Horan and Bonnie Vare and she was ten times better and I don't know if it was like I don't know that week just really made a difference um, maybe she was just still jet lagged I it, guess it takes she, some people a long time to get over jet lag but she's apparently. been touring since she was like with her like punk band since she was like three yeah, yeah. since she was three and a half actually like her <laughs> height is three yeah it's the same gotcha 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 um, so yeah Julian Baker's the best I have follow up question is that what the song Tokyo is about your your pet theory yes yeah. absolutely I think like especially talking about like like you want love this is all that you're gonna get and I think and then that lyric I broke up with you while I was touring Asia and then I had to play Pitchfork Music Festival or, <laughs> or rather it, sorry I, I had to play Vans uh, House of Vans in Chicago and, it and I was super out of it and Jill and Jillian were mm-hmm. sort of disappointed but like understanding at the same time mm-hmm. yeah. yeah well and she was just like mumbling she's like she's like very incoherent and I was like what? yeah and she, she usually sings very she enunciates quite mm-hmm. clearly mm-hmm. yeah so interesting well it seems like she's okay now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we'll see. Okay. I'll have to see her again. To, so, to check. Can, can you tell us about the? Was there an arc to the performances? Did you notice any any progression or evolution of her porn, performative style? Uh, it sounded like you were gonna say porn, and there was no porn. Of her in, porn in, style, and, and there was no Julian was Baker very, porn. <laughs> very little porn in Julian Baker's performance. Um, I think for Pitchfork, Turn Out the Lights was like the whole place just like lit up Mm -hmm. um and we're just singing back at her at full volume and i think it was really cool to see her like reaction um and house of Anne, she was headlining so like there were two there was two openers yeah um and so i think having that was really cool because there was like a build-up and people the same thing like they were singing back to her um so then when you went to Summerfest, because it was so early and there was another act and then another act people were like the person in front of me was like who was that she was really good i'm like I wanted to say, like, screw you, you should have looked up who you're seeing, because she's amazing. You wanted to have a hipster moment for Julian Baker. Mm-hmm. I did. I was like, I saw her last week, actually. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I've been listening to her since seven days ago. <laughs> um, so, but she seemed more relaxed. I will say her most relaxed performance was at Summerfest, because I think there were so, like, I think no one cares. So she was like, sweet, I'm just going to do this. Like, I know what I'm doing. But what's interesting is really similar like it's all from the same album like mm-hmm. she doesn't do a lot of her old stuff mm-hmm. i think she the only one she has from her old album is rejoice and the rest <sighs> is all you know throughout the lights so it's really similar songs which i think it's exciting because she is like recording a new album because mm-hmm. she's been touring with the same songs for so long yeah. that i think that'll be really good for her so it's amazing i would i would see her again if she came tomorrow i'd still go pay to see her again so what are your favorite songs that she plays live uh, Rejoice is always, I think it's because she plays a lot of music that's very like poetic and kind of um, downcast. And I think Rejoice is still in that same, it's like a lament song, but she really like pushes her vocals.
I remember at Pitchfork, actually, when she did uh, Turn Out the Light, she's like, are you guys ready? This is, like, the only time that I'm going to, like, switch from piano and guitar mid-song. Are you guys ready? And she started. And she's a pretty, like, she's not very, um, like, conversational, so those little moments are, like, really cool. Um, but she does do a lot of vocal gain on that song, and it's impressive every time that she... She may not do it exactly like the recording, but she does hit all the notes that she's supposed to. Um, and... Yeah, she's just really impressive because she was consistent. Even on her bad day, she consistently, her singing was really good. So those are my two favorites. Did she do the Jawbreaker cover at any of those shows? What? I've seen her wear a Jawbreaker shirt before, but what did, what does uh, she cover? One of the, I, that song off Dear You. I forget which one. Yeah. No, she didn't do any covers at any, of, any three of the shows. I can't remember what oh, it's called. So many Jawbreaker fanboys out there, man. <laughs> they're oh, dying yeah, inside, like, knowing the song. Show. Yeah, they're going to, like, comment on your Instagram. Well, I haven't really listened to anything except for that album, so Dude. come at me, internet. Mm-hmm. Screw up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, cool. Any parting thoughts about Julian Baker? Excited for the next time you're going to see her? Absolutely. I think, like, with she's an artist that you really have to know the lyrics to, like, really appreciate mm-hmm. everything there's some people you can just bob to but i don't think she's a like it would not be a bobber um and but she's someone that you really like connect to um her first name <laughs> is not bob um <laughs> but always a bob's me never a bob but yeah it's like it's an emotional experience i think each time i've like it almost feels like spiritual in a way because it's connecting with such deep parts of who she is yeah. so i'm grateful for you wherever you are julian baker and i hope you're happy now i hope she's listening <laughs> yeah <laughs> I really felt that. I, I meant it. <laughs> All right. Going down the line, let's go from a Jill to a Jillian mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Baker. Mm-hmm. No, that's not my name. Hi. That's, that's not, not my not name. name. <laughs> <laughs> it actually is my name, though. So It's my name, too. No, well, you Did you know Jill? <laughs> do you know the, the tune John Jacob Jingleheimer Schmidt? Because <laughs> Jill does not... <laughs> Jill, Jacob, Jingle, 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 Jingle. Her, her name, name is my name, too. <laughs> I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> Whenever they record the people. people like... <laughs> okay, Jillian, tell mm-hmm. us about the live act you've seen the most often. All right. Well, I refuse to talk about it against me one more time on this podcast. So I'm going to go with Phoebe Bridgers. In Scott Street, feeling like a stranger, with an open heart, open container. I've got a stack of mail and a tall can. It's a shower, beer, it's a payment I've seen her three times in one year, so I think that counts as a lot. That's pretty good. Yeah. It's decent. Um, I got very obsessed with her very quickly. Like, Spotify just kept shooting songs at me from her a few years ago. And you kept dodging it, but then that I was one, like, no, no, no. And then it just hit me. Mm-hmm. Like a ghost. Yeah. I think it was like right after Stranger in the Alps came out. Um, and I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. And then she had a show scheduled. Um, at Lincoln Hall that was already sold out 
And I was like, oh, shit. And then Lincoln Hall, like, will post day of the show and be like, oh, we've released literally a handful of tickets, like five tickets. And I got one, and I got to go and stand and cry to her, and it was really amazing. Um, she's so, so, so good. So great live. She has such an incredible vocal range, and she doesn't show it off that much, but when she does, it's, like, very moving. She, like, picks and chooses when she wants to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I saw her there, and then the next time I saw her was when she came out with the supergroup Boy Genius, mm-hmm. which includes Julian Baker uh-huh. and Lucy Dacus. Alucidacus. Alucidacus. Who's Dacus? Dacus. Alucidates Cus. Yeah. You gotta wake up pretty early to beat me to a dumb word thing. <laughs> <laughs> hmm Yep, I saw them at Talia, and they were incredible. They did solo sets, and then they did their uh, Boy Genius songs. How long was that show? Uh, honestly, the hours? perfect amount of time. No. <laughs> it went by... So Lucy went first, and I think she maybe had like a, you know, 30-minute set or something like that. Phoebe had you know, 35 or 40, and then Julian had maybe five more minutes than Phoebe did. Yeah, Julian's Baker. Mm-hmm. Julian's Baker? <laughs> I was trying to say better. Who does she get her cupcakes from? <laughs> yeah. Um, I prefer Julian Butcher. Mm-hmm. And they only have six songs as a group, so. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, also, I think my favorite part of that show is when Phoebe sings Me and My Dog, and she takes the octave at the end. Mm-hmm. I think, like, listening to the songs recorded, you don't really realize that she's going to make that a part of the live show at all, but she really goes for it. So Mm -hmm. that was incredible. And then just when we thought Phoebe was going to get back in the studio for LP2, she decided to come out with another project with Connor Oberst of Bright Eyes, um, Better Oblivion Community Center, and I saw them do that as well. It was quiet early one morning, hit me without warning, I went to hear the general. the most tongue-twisting uh, so band long. title to come out in the last three years. Mm-hmm. It's a real... I can't say it easily. I'll just yeah. say Bach. Better Oblivion Commits. Do you get it? Bach. Oh, <laughs> because of the an first An acronym. Yeah, it's interesting that you talk mm-hmm. about her kind of... Um, hiding her vocal range away Mm -hmm. and uh it's especially it stands out to me also because she does a lot of vocal double or like layering on her Mm -hmm. albums like kind of elliot smith style yeah um that adds a an eerie like uh like surreal quality to her voice yeah um does she do that live at all i think she's got vocal effects on on her mic yeah yeah, she, like, Elliot Smith is a huge influence of hers. Yeah. And also loves anything to do with Twin Peaks. I mean, Smoke Signals is, mm-hmm. yeah, based off of that, so. Twin Peaks? Mm-hmm. The bum, 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 bum. Oh, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Yeah. 
She also loves murdering, you know, high school age. Well, who doesn't? <laughs> she loves tables of coffee mm-hmm. and donuts. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. So when when is LP3 coming? I think soon. They just posted that they finished it. Oh, I really? follow many members of her band. <laughs> yeah. In a creepy and non-creepy way. Yeah. So. Okay. Very sinister. Mm-hmm. So 2020, we can, we can reliably... Yeah. Okay, so you heard her here first. Jillian... I guess we're not using last names, so, uh, uh, (laughs) you know, if if it doesn't come out in 2020, you can send all your hate mail to Jillian at jillmail.com. 666.com. Okay, sorry. I forgot the Satan. (laughs) Cool. Um, Where would you like to see her next, venue-wise? I really like seeing her at Lincoln Hall, but it's it's not a very comfortable venue to be in, I don't think. Talia was really nice, and it's easy to get to the front, so... I hope she just doesn't get any bigger than Talia, which I, I don't. Did they overbook Lincoln Hall, do you feel? Or yeah, they sell way too many tickets for that place. Are you kidding me? Ugh. I'm always standing on, like, the steps because I don't mm. feel like dealing with all of that. All the tallies. Mm-hmm. All the talls. Me. Yeah, I mean, a.k.a. Mike. All the, all the smalls and all, <laughs> the, all the smalls and all, all the talls. Oh, am I in your way, Julian? <laughs> and if you're real small, then you have to deal with the balls. Yeah. Which yeah, is unpleasant for everybody. Mm-hmm. Cool. <laughs> Alrighty, Sasha, you're up next. Tell us about your thing. <laughs> um, well, you just said that you refused to talk about against me again, and I'm like, oh shit, I'm gonna be talking about this person again. <laughs> oh, 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 sorry, I almost knocked some shit. Um, so I'm talking about. So I had a five-way tie, by the way, before oh, this damn. month. Yeah, <laughs> it was. It's a very interesting mix, by the way. It's priests, bully, Japanese breakfast, and new pornographers. And then hosier. I'd never want once from the cherry tree. Cause my baby's sweet as can be. She'd give me two fakes just from kissing me. When my time comes around, lay me gently in the cold dark earth. No grave can hold my body down. I'll crawl home to her. But now I've seen Hosier eight times. Um, Damn. Damn. Yeah. <laughs> I think yeah. it's a resounding. Stock. And honestly, day. it's it... stock much. Two, okay. two more times, and you're in some sort of club. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, listen, he's also seen him that like a lot too. He's a VU. Yeah, so it's my fault. I'm sorry, but um, yeah, I've seen him eight times. Um, we, um, what do I want to say? Oh, the first time I saw him at Jay Pritzker Pavilion. Um, which was in 2015. It was like at the end of his first tour, I think. Um, which was a really cool venue um, and like a good taste of like what his crowd is like, um, which at the time was surprisingly tame, but it's different now. Um, <laughs> um, second time was ACL, third time, I don't remember. Uh, um, Madison, I think. And then it's just the last few in Chicago um, and we just saw him in New York last night and the night before um you saw him twice two nights yeah he was he did he did a residency at hammerstein guys shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> <All right. laughs> take me to church am i right <laughs> <laughs> oh god oh, you guys you're the I'm swedish cherry me. wine man oh, oh. <laughs> that song is okay <laughs> 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 the cherry wine symbolizes blood so i'm oh. sweet blood yeah. I mean, the sweetest of bloods. 
to say. Uh, probably the most memorable for me was um, at Chicago Theater a couple weeks ago. Um, I was in the very front and center, which was really intense. Because, um, like, literally, I could touch, like, where my hand is right now, his feet basically were. Wow. Um, <laughs> it was really intense. Um, and I, I, I was, I don't think, I, I didn't take a lot of photos because I was so intimidated. Um, and especially because we made eye contact several times and every time I would pull my phone up, I would be like, oh, no. <laughs> don't look at me. He's going to notice me. <laughs> but um, I met him in, in Madison and he actually remembered me, which was kind of cool. Hmm. Um, he was like, oh, you're that girl that touched my feet. Yes, exactly. <laughs> feet and, toucher. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, what, what, so when you when you Google Hosier, how many autofills down do you think Hosier feet is? It's like fifth, sixth. <laughs> I I would second, say it's probably second page. No, no. People want to get up. <laughs> people want to get up in those feet size. Feet, feet size. They want to know that feet size. Ah uh, yes. You got, he is you pretty got, tall. He's six six. Yeah. Oh, so he's probably um, decent feet. He probably have decent feet. <laughs> <laughs> Pizza height ratio is oh, pretty it's banging. Pretty, it's pretty bad. Oh, it's banging indeed. It's banging. Oh DC my feetsies. god. Okay. Yeah. Um, please tell us about the evolution of Hosier's hair over the years. Um, I feel like it always looks bouncy. It's bouncy. A lot of he body. Does, a lot of I feel body like he does like the, he does the curly girl method. He has oh, to. <laughs> <laughs> Which I do on my hair, actually. Um, I think I saw him on a Pantene Pro V commercial. Oh, you know what? Yeah. He's like, oh, Irish, I've, no. got the, I've got the hair so healthy. No, it I was going to say it was for the Irish Spring, but <laughs> no. Make a good spokesman. We should make that happen. Oh, you, oh, you, I can't do it. I can't do it. But um, I'd say good hair throughout, you know? Does he let it flow? Does he tie it up? I think I've only seen... I think the first time I saw him, he had it back, pulled back the whole time. Other than that, it's been free-flowing, I think. Mm-hmm. Does he get in his face, like Victoria mm-hmm. Legrand style? Oh, man. This, like, the last two shows, he was all over the place, headbanging. And we were, like, worried about his physique, you know? <laughs> what, what songs did the audience go crazy for, in your opinion? Um, second song? Oh, um... Dinner and diatribes. Honey, this could be stuck up. Dinner and diatribes. I popular ones like cherry wine and work song and take me to church obviously i think every single person is singing take me to church yeah i was gonna say like I saw every so single person is singing along to it and he he always goes into the audience during take me to church too which is like a big deal so and he implores individuals he's like please take me to church i please, don't have please. a ride i have i've been asking for six years <laughs> I, I keep on peeing in ubers they won't pick me up anymore <laughs> So you've seen him twice, two nights in a row. Mm-hmm. And you, Chicago Theater, too. So do you feel like his performances from night to night, like, change? So in New York, definitely. I feel like the first time I saw him in New York, he was 
he seemed really tired. Um, he seemed more energetic last night, but I don't know if it was just because the crowd was more energetic. I feel like him and his band tend to feed off of the crowd for sure. Uh, mm. And I feel like on Friday Literally. night, yeah, they all, they <laughs> eat, the, yeah. they sacrifice like a row of Then they go to church. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, then yeah, they go to church and then pray on sacrifice. it. Yeah, they pray on it. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, I think, I think in Chicago, I feel like the energy was matched pretty, pretty well because it was, it was like, the beginning of the last leg of his tour so i feel like both nights he was pretty energetic but so you've seen him in a few different cities now does he yeah. always do the like oh ah chicago you're the greatest city in the us <laughs> is that even an irish accent? no that's super that's scottish scottish for sure um ha, new york ah i love you bunch of beauty are absolutely he always says that Absolutely, those words exactly. Treat yeah. yes. <laughs> Lee. Lucky oh, charms. Cool. So, oh, what? How are, How will you celebrate when you get to the big one zero with uh, with Hosey? Probably with a kiss. No, I'm just kidding. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't look at me like that. She wasn't kidding. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think just a white shirt with Sharpie on it, like Hozier. I've seen you ten times, and uh, I, I've been given clearance by my fiance to celebrate ten times with a kiss. Now will you with get this tattooed? And my lines. shirt will say <laughs> "cuck" right now. <laughs> <laughs> Hosey cuck. Cuck's here. Cuck Cool. Yay. All right, Mike. All what right. you got for us? So mine is Hosier, but I'm not going to talk about Hosier again here and his okay. voluminous hair. Um, I wanted to cover Priest. talk about their performances really all that much like I really appreciated seeing them at the Logan Square Festival Mm -hmm. was really great to just see them at a small venue and they still put like on a good show good energy crowd is into it Um, their front woman and singer Katie Alice Greer is just she's amazing I mean the whole band's great but she she's awesome so she's from Michigan and she moved five times in three years while forming the band uh, with the drummer Danielle Danielle. I believe they went met at school. Um, and during like the creation of their first album, the band almost broke up because the bassist and the guitarist, um, the guitarist is JL Jaguar. Yes, he's my favorite. Yeah, he's amazing. He's, he's amazing with his like surf it's, rock vibe yeah, and yeah. his outlandish clothes. But him and the bassist wanted to re-record the entire album after they like got new producers and are we talking about nothing feels natural like the first proper LP? yeah sorry that's the one um so yeah they almost broke over that broke up over that like the band just they went through a lot of shit um on top of that they researched how to start an llc to like make their own record label so they didn't have to play pay a lawyer um that's probably because 
at that point they had taken off work so much that most of them have lost their jobs or were under pressure hmm. and were going to lose their job and financially were just broke when that first album uh, you know was on the precipice of coming out um, but the band's just super dedicated a lot of you know other bands uh, that are close friends to them always say they have an amazing work ethic back then they would wake up and do band practice at 8 a.m. like every day before their jobs wow yeah damn yeah because that was the only time they had to do it so um but i would say i would recommend uh their songs jj is great live pink white house uh suck is really great um they're pretty like emotionally honest at least katie is in her lyrics you know like the the song suck please don't make me be someone with no sympathy i feel like really connects with me um like they're they are a political punk band but don't want to be labeled that they want to be labeled as a rock band um and they they're just cognizant of how labels are used like a feminist punk band you know has been a big prevalent thing since trump was inaugurated um and you know (laughs) And just being, they're aware of trying not to be a tool to sell counterculture to the masses. Hmm. Um, and that, I mean, some of the songs are also outside of the realm of punk anyways, with yeah. varied mm-hmm. percussion, horns, tempo. Um, so they're just a really, really great brand, band to see, um, just to see live. Mm-hmm. Like No Big Bang is my favorite live mm-hmm. song, just to see Danielle's... Um, Charming and singing. Well, I she just goes on that rant, you know, but they her and Katie like layer vocals on top of each other. I once had a conversation with someone. Talk to me of those twilight hours. Those times when your mind is on fire. When you can't sleep because the creative and analytical possibilities before you are endless. He said those are the times he wants to write. Power is also a great song. Um, I haven't really listened to their new album, Seduction in Kansas, that much. Um, but just because 2019 was such a good year for Saturated, music, just yeah. way too much music to listen to. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah, yeah, I like that's it. all I got to say about that. Yeah, the, um, speaking to Danielle, Danielle taking vocals on a couple songs it, uh, on their Tiny Desk concert. They actually switch places. Yeah. So Katie, oh, cool. Katie yeah. drums and Danielle yeah. Danielle sings. I don't care. Call that. Um, what is the song called? Uh, I'm clean. Mm-hmm. Which I I thought Katie Alice Gray did the vocals for that, but it's it's Danielle Danielle, and I I fucking love that song. I think yeah, the chorus really is so good. solid. Mm-hmm. Danielle writes a few songs too. I mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I love what is it? J J J J J. J- no, the guitarist G. Oh, GL Jaguar. GL Jaguar, yeah. So he gives me hope as like a chubby guy with, with like sausage fingers. That's, <laughs> he can be an excellent guitarist. He's skilled, yeah. Oh, yeah, no, and like if you've seen his hands, he got yeah, some like Vienna sausage fingers. Yeah, yeah like Sammy Hagar. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sausages. Sausages, man. Um, I guess he's also Chode like. Fingers. I guess he's also like a cinephile. And uh, I think on their Instagram one time, I forget what movie they were coming out of, but like he was like. like beside himself like with anger from from this movie i forget what which one it was but yeah he's he's funny dude yeah um let's see what 
if there was a pre-song that was going to get you into the pit, which one would it be? That's a good question. Good Bodies. question. No, I don't know. Maybe suck. Maybe JJ for me. I know it's not about me, but I just. <laughs> it's but that's a raucous song. Or, yeah. No, like Pink White House. Okay. That's a really good. Yeah. You know, I think people get fired up for that one. Mm-hmm. I can dig it. Um, what are your hopes for LP three? I don't know. Just to continue to grow as a band. Like obviously now they're not broke and having to work all the time so they can focus on their music and grow mm-hmm. as artists and so whatever they do I'm down for. If they do some side projects that'd be cool too. You know. Yeah, so, so they're all their artists. Have you listened to Flasher? Um, the, the their bassist left after Nothing Feels Natural oh, yeah. and formed his own band, Flasher. They're kind of a synth wave mm-hmm. like or uh, not synth wave, but like synthy new wave. Type mm-hmm. type band, post punk band. They're pretty yeah, good. Check pretty that good. Out. Yeah, yeah, I've been getting into a lot of more yeah. post punk lately. Yeah, highly recommend. Okie dokie. Um, okay. In thinking about this, I feel like I haven't seen that many repeat performances since I moved to Chicago. I've seen Japanese Breakfast a handful of times, like two or three or something, but um, nothing uh, has topped my number of times seeing the Hold Steady when I used to live in California. <laughs> With the dealers, let your boyfriend deal with the dealers. It only gets inconvenient when you want to get high alone. You don't have to know how to get home. Let your boyfriend tell the driver the best way to go. It only gets kind of weird when you want to go home alone. You don't have to know it's following people. Let your boyfriend know. Um. I think this also coincided with being out of high school, being independent, being financially solvent for the first time in my life. Um, Congratulations. Yeah, no, it was, a, it was a big deal. I was 36 at the time. Um, <laughs> He's now eight. An old, old man. <laughs> I'm a late bloomer. Yeah. 80 in April, but... Um, it, you know, having a car, having money, like, and then also getting into music that... Or... or Getting into like reading about music on the internet, which was like a pretty new thing, mm-hmm. um, on our steam powered computers back in the uh, early mid two thousands. Oh, you mean Ask Jeeves? He's an old fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Remember when sometimes Jeeves wouldn't hear you and you had to shout? <laughs> hey, hey, Jeeves! Hey! <laughs> show times, no, show times, Jeeves. Um, yeah, so I saw the whole study a bunch uh, following the release of their. Th- third LP, uh, Boys and Girls in America, which was the album that kind of broke them onto the mainstream. Um, Craig Finn, uh, the lead singer slash rhythm guitarist, had been around for a while with Lifter Puller, so like I feel like he had some cultural cash by the time The Hold Steady started. Um, and I think the Best New Music review of Separation Sunday was like one of the first Pitchfork reviews that I ever like really combed through for like details and insights and things like that um it was just the beginning of like a whole era of music listening to um but i saw the whole city a bunch um through the departure of their keyboardist franz nicolay um who added a whole another layer of bruce springsteeniness to their sound um just with like what a name to drop yeah in the presence of me well, I mean, I mean this, this is both self-professed self by the band and by their critics and, and listeners. And that, Bruce. That they, 
and and the boss himself. Yeah, he was like, yeah, I, lo- I love that whole steady. I, lo- I love that. Is he don't? Is he ninety? Yeah, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's close, but he's not. Um, no, I, I have no idea. Bruce Springsteen knows who they are, but but they 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 retain a lot of the hallmarks of Bruce Springsteen's songwriting. They use like recurring characters. It's very like. Um, Americana, middle class, not not um, Americana in that they are telling very American stories, but not like, like Bon Jovi, mm-hmm. like kind of like sycophantic Americana, mm-hmm. um, more just like, an accurate portrayal of what it's like to live as as, you know, a non one percent American. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always talking, he's dropping very specific elements about like cities and like the dynamics of like living in different places and and so on and so forth. So it, there there is there are shades of the boss and. and Craig Finn's songwriting. Um, yeah, it was it was a fun time to be a Hold Steady fan. Um, when you live in L.A. slash around Hollywood, um, famous people will show up at concerts, and the Hold Steady had enough notoriety, and I guess was somehow like kind of a sexy band. Even if you look like, even though if you look at them, you're like, sure, sure, sure aren't. (laughs) Um, But um, okay. There's an act, a comedic actress. She's kind of like slight frame, red hair. Mm-hmm. Um, she was on Strangers with Candy, uh, opposite oh, Amy Sedaris. Maria something. I think so. I think was she on Arrested Development too? She played the blind lady on Arrested Development. <laughs> Possibly, okay. I, I couldn't say for sure though. Okay. She was on Comedy Bang Bang a couple times. Yeah. Um, no, she played the blind lady on Thirty Rock. Sorry, not Arrested Development. Um. I know Maybe. exactly. I think yeah. I know who you're talking yeah. about. I'm pretty so sure I saw that. her there with another comedian who I recognized at the time, but I probably couldn't put a name to a face at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but most notably, I saw Kiefer Sutherland at a Hold Steady show at the Troubadour. Um, <clears throat> did he tell you you got 24 hours to get out of the venue? <laughs> no, but he did almost kill a very tall, slender, model-looking woman. Did he fall um, off the stage? Wait, no, that was Kelsey Grammer. Sorry. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the story goes that my friend and I get out of the Hold Steady show, and we're waiting across the street for like a cab or something. And we see Kiefer Sutherland uh, in all of his like five foot foot four glory stumble out of the troubadour, drunk as a skunk. And he sees this like group of like three women standing off to the side, like oh, at, at like the taxi bank, and decides that he will just like claim one of them. Oh. So he took this woman's hand and like oh. walked into the street, and like they both nearly got creamed by a car. Um, Creamed the fuck? Yeah. Kiefer. Oh, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, Hold City is a, a super fun live band. Um, super high energy. Uh, Craig Finn is maybe one of the most uh, entertaining frontmen to to see in, in person. He just he just gesticulates a lot and really we like. He's Elaine Bennis in his upper body. Where it's like it's very <laughs> angular and he like thumbs does, come out. Uh, not not yeah, thumbs, but thumbs. there's just like there's a lot of joints being thrown around. Um, and he he's one of the best lyricists I, I maintain in like kind of macho rock and roll. Um, but just really fun turns of phrase, like very quotable. Um, and his band is amazing. Um, as I mentioned, Franz Nicolay, who was their keyboardist for a time and then is now again. Um, he. He looks like a cartoon version of like a stock car driver where like you would expect him to be wearing like a beret and goggles and he and he has the mustache to go with it that's like nice. like arches up at the ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, what a good man. Um, 
Yeah, not, not not a lot of uh, other specifics to my memories uh, aside from that because it was like 20 years ago. Because um, you're yeah. 80. Yes, yeah. yeah. And boy, the, the dementia is really taking its toll. Um, <clears throat> so they have they have a song called Massive Nights off of Boys and Girls in America that's basically just like a celebration of nights that are either long or just feel big or just feel like monumental even though most of what you're doing is like drinking and like carousing with your friends. Everyone was coming towards the center of the city. The dance floor was crowded, the bathrooms were worse. We kissed in your car and we drank from your purse. I had my mouth on her nose when the chaperone said that we were dancing too close. We had some massive nights. Every song was right. All I wanted was time. And your friends are pretty cool. Um, and it's it's definitely a, a song that's about nostalgia, but it's also very fun, and it's definitely a song that like you sing along to, and you rock back and forth, and you put your arms around your your people, and you and you do this thing. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm rocking back and forth for those of you at home. Side to side, side, side to side, okay. yeah, yeah, um, to and fro. Um, that one, uh, let's see. You look like a dad trying to imitate a hip-hop video. <laughs> <laughs> well, my name is MC Dad, and I'm here to say. <laughs> and I'm going to rap MC in a friendly dad. way. Um, <laughs> uh, um, I, I also really love the song Stay Positive off of the album of the same name. Um, that's sort of an anti-nostalgia song um, about... Uh, kind of the rose-colored glasses that nostalgia tends to drape over your eyes, um, and it kind of tends to pave over some of the seedier aspects of, of things that have occurred in the past. Um, but it's like it's like just like a really rollicking, like fist rocking, fist fist pumping song. Um, pretty much the entire album, Boys and Girls of America. It's like a perfect American rock and roll album. Um, yeah, that cool. about, that about do it. Nice. Cool. Cool. So, every week, dear listeners, we send you away with a little, little homework. At the top of that piece of paper is the title of that homework. Well, for, first, <laughs> well, you first, have to, your name first you have to write your name, right then you have to write the date. If you're using MLA style, you have to put like your professor's name, I think, uh, the name of the course. Uh, yeah. Um, but then, a few lines down in like usually 14 point font like you usually get away with like making it a little bigger you can it's the worst it, paper i've ever seen underline it taking a very <clears> long <throat> time double yeah. space and what is that paper called that paper is called uh, <laughs> it's called songs, songs for the week and uh we're gonna make jill go first again since she's our very special guest so special a specialist um uh the song I'm going to recommend is Yoko Ono by Moby Rich. Rockin', drivin'. 
it just makes you feel happy and that's what we all need in the winter that's what i need in the winter is it about yoko yoko's ono a little bit i feel like it's more of like what she represents is like kind of this it's talking about her being a muse and like being like the serotonin bulletproof moment of a person so whoa say that one more time serotonin bulletproof that's literally the lyric is yoko ono literally bulletproof I mean, it hasn't been proven, but it has been just suggested. John Lennon isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I take it back. We just lost all of your followers. For the record, that was Jillian, not Jill. Jill didn't say that, okay? I'm so sorry. It's okay. No, no, that door was wide open and you walked through. Any person would have. Moby Rich is going to be like, what the heck? Oh my god. song did I write? So that's Yoko Ono by Moby Rich. Rich, yeah. Don't let try, me talk. try to recover this, Jillian. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so I'm um, recommending this week um, an artist that I really love, Alex Winston. Um, she's Not yesterday from by the Beatles. What? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Nope. Not sung Oh Yoko by John Lennon. Yes, Alex Winston is an artist that I love very, very much. She's also from Michigan. I found her when the TLC show Sister Wives came out. I was trying to find <laughs> clips of that show on YouTube um, and came across her song... Um, uh, I think it's called Sister Wife, actually. Um, and, like, really, really, really love her music. Anyway, she um, had a lot of issues with her labels that she was on and, like, took a big old break, but she just came out with a new single called Wash that's pretty good, and it's about that time and her dealing with, I believe, Lyme disease. Um, and she's like a collaborator. I think she works with Charlie XCX sometimes now. Um, and she's got, um, another group called Post Precious. That's pretty good. Alex. Alex Winston. Winston. And the song is. Wash. Wash. All right. Mm -hmm. Wash. Wash. <laughs> I washed it. I washed it. I washed it. Ambulance. Sasha, what do you got for us? <laughs> Ambulance. Um, I'm. <laughs> I am going with um, a song called Pasta by Angie McMahon. McMahon. My bedroom is a disaster. My dog has got kidney failure. I've been sitting at the bar too much. Kissing people in my head And saying rubbish things I should not have said And they're building McMahon? exactly um, Well, I don't know, what did she say? She said it's McMahon I don't know um, She's Australian and she actually has was opening for Hosier So um, that's why I picked her. her She's incredible Her voice is incredible um, 
her lyrics are always very like it's so so millennial <laughs> like her lyrics are very like relatable and like the song pasta starts with my bedroom is a disaster and like everyone in the audience is like yeah mine too but then it's followed by my dog has kidney failure <laughs> and everyone's like oh no um my but, cat has gender identity issues. right <laughs> um but yeah she wrote that song after um because she's lonely and ate a whole tray of lasagna on her own wow. so that's, That's an accomplishment. I think we've all been there. She's yeah. tiny, so I don't know how she's able to eat that whole thing. And it's like Same. expired Stouffer's lasagna. <laughs> and you're just like, this is all I have, and I'm not going out to get get anything else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend her. She, her whole her new album is called Salt. Um, I think it came out this summer. Um, yeah, she's great. If you ever get a chance to see her live, she's like Angie so McMahon. funny. Yeah, she's funny. She's really like. Very positive. Um, positive, yeah. Um, and just has like a, a banging ass voice. Um, so, yeah. Nice. That was Pasta by Angie yes. McMahon. Yes. All right, Pasta. Mike. All right. Uh, my song for the week is by French Vanilla. The track is called Suddenly. I think I know what that means. very catchy yeah um, what is their album called it's a funny album title right yeah it is how am i not myself right yeah mm. um, <laughs> the song has driving drums uh really amazingly catchy horns they will yeah they'll be stuck in your head all day uh i would also recommend friendly fire on the new album as well how am i not myself uh which has driving bass and very hot guitar licks um, hot licks like, <laughs> H-A-W-T bringing in the temps here L-I-X. Yum, 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 yeah yum. I just stumbled upon them from like Pitchfork Rec oh. and yeah I was blown away by them very good nice uh, so I've been in uh, 2019 retrospective mode trying to it, it's weird trying to determine what you liked from a year because mm-hmm. it's like you're mm-hmm. having to assess your own listening habits from like the outside mm-hmm. um and I don't think I've talked about this person much on this podcast. I might have before, but uh, another Alex and another Aussie. Um, oh. The song is Don't Be So Hard on Yourself by Alex Leahy. an album this year called best of luck club and i think it's like maybe the sleeper hit of my spotify library this year uh it, it came out uh may so relatively early on in the year um and just never left my spotify download library like i, w- I would be purging and i'd be like nah, i still want to keep that on there mm-hmm. um but the album in general is pretty upbeat this song specifically is about 
uh, burnout and just kind of allowing yourself to a have bad days and giving yourself a break. Um, it's she writes lyrics very plainly. There's you don't really have to read any, anything. You just you read the lyric and the surface meaning is the, is the meaning. Um, but this song is wonderful for two distinct reasons. One is contains a bitchin' sax solo after the mm, second recitation nice. of the chorus. Bitchin'. Uh-huh. And um, it references the Mighty Ducks in the chorus. Bitchin'. <laughs> um, so I think the lyric is... Um, it's not worth winning if you can't win big. Uh, no, it's, it's you're, all, you're all cake eaters. Um, no, it's actually, uh, you pick me up like Coach Bombay. And, and I, I, I couldn't make out the lyric exactly when I first hear it, so I had to look it up, and I was like, what does that fucking mean? And then I was like, wait, that, that was the guy's name in the Mighty Ducks. That was Amelia Estevez in the Mighty Ducks, yeah. Um, which is like, she's not old enough to have grown up with the Mighty Ducks, mm-hmm. so that means that someone like showed her the Mighty Ducks like <laughs> as like a nostalgic thing, and she was like, this okay, Coach okay. Bombay guy, yeah. yeah. Um, He's a real inspiration. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Uh, who was the team that they, they played against in the... It was the... Like the Swedes or like... That's like Mighty Ducks 2. Right, yeah. The the first one was just all in in the country, right? The Mm -hmm. second one was... Anyway, this is not important. The Mighty Ducks is not... It is important. Probably relevant. Yeah, you're right. It is. Is it? Yep. All right, well... Disney Plus, everyone. Um, (laughs) Yeah, yeah, don't be sorry on yourself. It's just... It's a great... Pick yourself up and and just kind of get out of your rut, rut song. Rut, rut. Um, so yeah, listen to it if you want to have four minutes and 18 seconds of happiness. Oh, yeah. oh my God. Uh, we did it for another week, folks, okay. listeners, congressmen. Um, <laughs> uh, let's see, what do we need to do with this in this podcast? I need to thank uh, Josh Stanley of the band Modaf for our theme song. Uh, Modaf is a very good band that we recently got to see perform live at Chicago's own The Paper Machete. Yes. Um, this was my first time seeing them as an, uh, as a, an entire band in mm-hmm. concert, and they fucking ripped. ripped. It was yes. really great. great. Um, you can find out about Modaf at modaff.bandcamp.com and follow them on Instagram at Modaf the band uh yeah add not up the band um you can get in touch with us through electronic mails at uh dybepod at gmail.com and we're on instagram at dybepod jill do you want to plug your performances um just keep an eye out for logan bar and grill i do a residency there on saturdays you can check me out at jill grove on instagram and I'll post about it there. Jillian was very impressed by the word residency. Residency. Uh-huh. Yeah. What Damn. Uh, I just wanted to sound impressive. Yeah. Um, but R- really, accomplished. What it, really what it equates to is that she sleeps on a cot in their stock room. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but they have really good food, so it's chill, you know. But, yeah. So, yeah, yeah go see Jill shots. perform at Logan Bar and Grill. Uh, Jillian, anything? Comedies? December 12th oh, yeah. at the Crowd Theater um, will be... Barbed up a holiday extravaganza. Go see. The, <laughs> it's worth your while. Yeah, yeah just, just if you if you live in the Chicago area, buy yourself a little teensy mm. little bit little bitty treat and go see Barb and Deb. Barb and Deb. What was the venue again? She's off. I think it's at the Crowd, the Crowd Theater. The Crowd Theater, December twelfth. Mm-hmm. Barb and Deb. Uh, Sasha, Mike, plug your wares. Plug your wedding. Yes, let's all go. Yeah, yeah. everyone's oh, invited. Sh- oh, you know what we forgot? We forgot. Oh, anyway, <laughs> um, we have an Etsy shop called Two Kittens Boutique. 
After your kittens boutique. Yep. Um, we make pins mostly. Hoping to do some more things in the future. Yeah. They're super cute. Yeah. Get their stuff. It's cute. We're crafty. Yeah. Cute. Cute. Yeah. Um, I have nothing else to say. Any and who who wants to do a sign off? My brain is tired. Thank you. Bye. For this listening, has been cool. Dear listeners. Sweet. Bye. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Awesome. Right. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>